hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Welcome to the Green Top Outdoors podcast with your host, Hunter Brooks. All right, today we've got Garen Myers and Brad Stevenson with us on the podcast. Welcome, boys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for, for having us. us. Uh, no problem. Glad to have you guys here. Um, we're going to talk about a few things today. One, uh, the uh, Elk, Virginia Elk Lottery. Mm. I think they just announced that last week. Yeah, I think it just became open it for was open, open, right. open for applications. It's been announced yeah. for a long time. We're going to talk about post-duck season. Duck season's gone, Brad. I know you're pretty bummed about that, but... We'll get into how your season was and, Garen, how your season was. We'll even talk about how successful my season was. All right. A couple of other things we'll get into. We'll talk about let's, – let's do it. We'll do like an ammo update, see what the ammo is looking like, uh, and any, any other new stuff that's just arriving for 2022. First, what do you guys want to talk about? So let's dive into these elk, man. You want to just get into the I elk? We, I say yeah, we go sure. for it. I was pretty surprised because I'd heard this was possibly coming, mm-hmm. and I don't—I can't remember where I saw it. I think I saw it on Facebook. Somebody had posted something or shared it on Facebook, and I'm like, "Well, I—I I, got to get in this lottery." Oh yeah. So it appears the DWR this year—they're giving away five tags in this lottery, correct? From what I understand, five tags. Five tags. Okay, that's open to out-of-state and in-state people. Correct. So how many millions of people, or how many? Well, how many thousands of people? Oh yeah, it's. It, I would gonna, imagine to be. I a think lot. it was like fourteen million the first day, and by now we're probably <laughs> up to like the whole country. Yeah, yeah. This is, yeah there's no, there's no point now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you haven't done it, don't even bother. <laughs> well, so they do. So this is this is the first thing I saw when it says applications are now open for the inaugural Virginia Elk Hunt Lottery. And it says, Virginia DWR is offering a chance to harvest a massive bull elk scoring as high as 350-plus inches and weighing up to 900 pounds. That's a trophy That's, any state. As soon as I saw that, I said, I'm in. Yep. I'm in. Do you think the marketing department had anything to do with that description? D- I'm sure they did, but don't care. <laughs> I'm, it got me. That's right. I immediately clicked the apply now button. Click yeah, bait. I did as well. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I have not applied, but I might I might sit here and do it while we're talking. Yeah, All right, you yeah, go ahead and see how up. easy we can do this. It only takes about five minutes. Fire it up and you do it, and we'll see how long see it takes. See if I can get man. it on the app or is it off the website? Either one. Just go right to the website. Just okay. uh, uh, use Google or DuckDuckGo, whatever you're comfortable using. Or you can go into the app and just bring it up in your quota. Yeah, if you got it in the app too, right yeah, app. you can go right through the app. We'll do it. Which, by the way, the app's pretty nice. I, yeah, I like the app. Oh yeah, it's very it's user great. friendly. Um. So once you go in there, it's going to explain to you all the details um, for what it is, and I think it's oh yeah, quota hunt. Yeah, so they it's hunt probably the only one available right now. If you go into your quota hunts right. and look for what's available, I don't think there's anything else available right now except the elk one. And once so once there are five elk five antlered elk tags are available via the lottery the hunt the hunting will be held between saturday october 8th and friday october 14th yep it's a one week hunt one week hunt and uh the the game department is supposed to be working with some private land out there and aren't going to have anywhere to hunt out there but the game department is trying to work something out where landowners will allow a hunter who has one of these tags to come hunt and by doing that for a certain period of time they will earn their own landowner tag that the landowner can then have later and so they're working on that right now as i understand it but 
assuming that goes through the way they're hoping, there should be some places the game department can assist hunters in, in finding places to go this fall. So the uh, uh, what about the elk hunting zone? That's a three-county zone where they were introduced. And outside. I'm sorry, not the zone. Right, okay. So the, there you get that, that zone, but then isn't there a management area that is off-limits? Or well, that area that? was the management area that was off limits. Okay. Now that is the elk hunting zone. Okay. And outside of that area, you have always been able to harvest elk just with your deer tags. Right. But uh, but yeah, that area that was a safe area is now where this lottery hunt is going to take place. Yeah. The, what do they call that? The EMZ, the elk management zone. Correct. Okay. And that's the area that that this that lottery this, this lottery hunt will take place, which Correct. is where all the Big where pool. all the elk were introduced right. and stocked and where they've been managed. So chances are pretty good at getting an elk in that. It was, oh. It's elk hunting, man. It's Talk elk to the guys we'll that go out west. Yeah, yeah they got a lot of elk out west and still guys go out there coho empty-handed. But, yeah, your chances should be good. None of these elk have been hunted in their entire lifetime. Yeah. So. For everyone wondering how difficult it is to get in for this lottery, I literally just did it. So it took me less than two minutes. There you go. Um, which I imagine I probably won. So if you're trying to put in, you should probably just not worry about it. But <laughs> Yeah, I mean, three, three of the uh, permits are already spoken for at this table right here. So, yeah. I mean, if y'all really want <laughs> The five. If y'all want to fight over the other two, well, I, I wonder guess. though, how many of the five? So you got five tags. Are they? Is it? I mean, how many are actually available for just the lottery? I mean, are they going to leave one for like an auction as like a so fundraiser? There, there is supposed to be one tag that is going to be auctioned off. I think. Uh, I don't know whether that's one of the five or if that's a six tag in addition to the five. I would hope and assume that's a additional tag, and that is five for the lottery. Now, I don't know if this is this is true, but I also heard that one tag is going to be uh, allowed for a resident of one of the three counties. Correct. Yeah. So if you are that's a resident right. of of the Elk Zone, yep. then you have a chance of getting one of those tags. Yep, okay. Yep. I changed my address to the Elk Zone right before I applied. <laughs> Paying taxes and wise this year, man. They're tough. So, uh, and I think it's what it's fifteen bucks 15 for the bucks. for the lottery ticket. 15 bucks. If you win, you got a month to buy your elk license. Right. Um, if you don't buy your elk license, then it goes back. It goes back. You have like, uh, I guess alternates. Mm -hmm. They have alternate winners mm -hmm. that they'll, they'll give it to. Um, and that's what, that's $40 for the license, right. 15 bucks just to, to get in the lottery. Which I would imagine that is probably the cheapest elk tag you can buy. Yes. I think you're you are correct. Now, if you're an out of state resident, I think it's four hundred dollars right. to buy a out of state license, elk license. Is what I was reading. So, um, which is probably also the cheapest tag in the country for an out of state resident. Probably, elk, I right. would imagine. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there's any. It's now. Do the, they talk I think about the restrictions on on how you harvest the elk is the same as it would be statewide. For deer hunting. For deer hunting. Correct. So, and so I mean, it would be an if, archery hunt since it's during October? No. It's, it's you can, firearms. You can gotcha, do firearms, sir. yeah. Which uh, I can promise you, if if I were to win this elk tag, the 300 Ultra Mag is going <laughs> to the elk zone. Oh, yeah. Not a bow. A I'm 300 taking, Ultra Mag, sorry. I'm taking my spear. <laughs> <laughs> So that's exciting, you know. I mean, it's good. It's good. Um, I think. I think this is good. Good stuff for Virginia. I mean, Absolutely. Um, I think it's a huge win for conservation. It's good. They're gonna. They're definitely gonna raise a lot of good money for this Absolutely. too. You know. And uh, good luck. I hope. I hope uh, one of us win. Be awesome. 
it'd be really cool if all three of us get together. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. We can all go out there together. <laughs> Y'all can help drag my elk out of the woods. <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, so recap. Just go to the DWR's website for that, and um, I think it's right there on probably on their homepage. I think it's in March 30th is the last day you can uh, register That's right. for the lottery. And I think you can only do it one time. They'll only let you do it one right. time. Yeah, I just went in uh, right through the app that I have for you know checking checking your game and just click on quota hunts. And right now, like Brad said, it's the only quota hunt that's available to apply for. Yep. Uh, pay your $15 and you are in the drawing. And you're in. And download the app too if you don't have it. The app's pretty good. Yep. I like the app. All right, next, um, ammo. Ammo is getting a little bit better, Maybe. would you say? Better Absolutely. Than it's been for two years. Rifle ammo is still pretty slim. Um, better than it's been for two years. It's, it's getting better, yeah. We still got a few holes, but yeah. there's a whole lot more on the shelf than yeah, there has there's, been. Yeah, there's still some, uh, you know, the, the Creedmoor is kind of dried up, which is kind of strange. I mean, that was, it was on fire for a long time. I yep. mean, we were getting tons of that. And um, lately, man, there's been no Creedmoor, no PRC. But, uh, and, you know, of course, 30 out 6, 270, 30 30. 243. Uh, 243. Your, America's favorite hunting calibers oh, yeah. for the last yeah, 50, the, 60 years. Those have been a short supply because everybody has one and everybody's buying it. Yep. Still Plenty popular. of 308, though. Lots of 308. 308's king. Yep. If, if it's now's a good time, if you're looking for a 308 rifle, mm-hmm. man, it's a good time to get one. Oh, yeah. And go ahead and buy a lifetime supply of ammo to go with it. Yeah. Buy once, cry once, right? Yeah. You got it. Um, handgun ammo is actually really good. You got some, um, just minor calibers like, uh, yeah, that's like 38, 357. It's, it's been know, short it's been lately, sh- but, yeah, you know, but it's, it comes, comes and goes. Waves, yeah. yeah. Five seven's been short. Five seven. Lately. Yep. Um, plenty of nine, 40, 45. Yeah. Bread and uh, butter's there. 380 yep. even been good. 380 has been great. Two, yeah. two, three, five, five, six. Had plenty of that. Tons of that. Target loads and um, 12 gauge. Yeah, shoot. We're coming up on the sporting clay season. Guys yeah. are going to start shooting skeet and sporting clays again, trap, all that. And we have more target loads on the floor right now than we may have ever had. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't been in lately, we've got pallets of it. Yeah. So target loads are good. Buck shots finally come around. Of course, you know. We still got holes there, but yeah. we're, we're starting to get stuff on the shelf again. Three inch double odd. Everybody couldn't find last year. We. We got pallets of that right now. So yeah, it's a good certainly. time to just stock up for next season, so That's you right. don't, you know, so you'll have it. I tell people you, all you the time: know. if you were crying last fall about not finding it, go ahead and buy enough for this year and next year. Yeah. Now, oh, that yeah. way you don't have to sweat it. Shoot, man, we saw I saw some the three inch Remington double on yeah. the on the rack this week. So, and it's it's gone now. It's gone. Yeah, but it was Still there. But it was there. Federal so. three inch. But it's good. It's good to see the stuff coming back. It Speaking is. of Remington, they're shipping. A lot more guns these days. I think uh, they're they're hope hopefully going to get a lot more to us by the springtime before turkey season. Um, so that's that's a good sign from them. But um, back onto the um, shot shell uh, turkey season coming. There are plenty of plenty of turkey loads coming right now too. Yeah, there's TSS, a bunch of turkey but, loads out there right now. Not everything is in yet, but a lot of stuff is. There's more coming every day, but. Just like everything with the way things have been the last couple of years, don't wait until the week before the season because if you got a certain load, you just got to have it's quite likely going to sell out before opening day. Oh, yeah. so, so please get it ahead of time if you got something you're particular about. I'm sure there'll be something on the shelf, but it might not be your favorite that your gun's patterned for. So if you want it, get it now or get it in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, and um, I, 
I've never been real of uh, a picky turkey load guy. I'm so picky. It's got to be the exact shell. <laughs> I, I'm just, I haven't been that way. You know, I just, I don't know why that is. I, I mean, I tend to be pretty satisfied with how the stuff shoots. Yeah, just about any yeah. factory turkey load will do what you need to do through a full or an extra full choke out to 40 yards. Yeah. It's really if you want to play with paper out past that, that you got to really find a choke and a shell that, that does just right. Yeah. Yeah, the, of course, the TSS craze is still going. Uh, that's been the theme for the last few years. Yeah. Um, with federal TSS and tungsten loads and mm-hmm. things like that. I haven't jumped on that train yet. Um, I imagine I will eventually, but I'm still shooting my Winchester Longbeards. My gun loves it. Longbeards well. are great. And love I, them. I, love I them. Kills a turkey for me when I pull the trigger. So. Yeah. Yeah, and there's still a lot of good loads out there by Heavy Shot, and Kent has that uh, tungsten 15 density yep. stuff out now. Um, there's a lot of good alternatives out there, but yeah, TSS is definitely the the hottest thing in the turkey world for right sure. now. Yeah, it just it just opens up uh, so much more variety for. Uh, the different, even the different types of guns that you can use, you know, killing turkeys with four tens, killing turkeys mm-hmm. at distance with a twenty gauge. Um, mm-hmm. It just really, yeah, you know, you pick adds up another s- element. You pick up some of those, um, like that. Uh, was it that Stevens single barrel four ten out there? Yeah, that thing weighs one. what? It's like, is it? What's that thing like? Four pounds? It's got that. Three point four. Yeah, it's it's, yeah, it's less than four five, pounds. Sure, stick yeah. a little red dot on that thing. I mean, you talk about an ideal little turkey gun. Oh yeah, Shoot now it makes it a little challenging if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they do a twenty as well, yep. uh, which twenties become real popular not just in, in turkey turkey season, but uh, you know duck season too. Mm-hmm. I talk to a lot of guys now that shoot love shooting twenties. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially shooting bismuth and and heavy know, shot, the, the heavy X two yep. and stuff like that. Yep. And a lot of guys, buddy of mine, took a trip down to Florida this year and you know went all that way on a guided duck hunt to check some species off his bucket list and took a twenty gauge. Yeah, and I'm like, are you serious, <laughs> man? He's like, man, it do anything I wanted to do. That's true. I guess it will. Um, speaking of steel shot, there was a lack thereof of steel shot this yeah, year. End of the season, there was. Yeah, towards especially towards the end, it yep. was getting. I, th- I know guys were getting desperate um, towards the well, end and just shooting whatever was available. Once deer season ended and everybody switched over to ducks for the month of January, it was like cases and cases of shells vanished overnight. Yeah, which kind of good good little segue into. Uh, duck season yeah and how, let's talk about uh, how, last and, duck and how, season how was. it was this year um <laughs> i tell you how successful mine was i mean i didn't miss all year because i didn't go all year <laughs> that's how successful mine was so man you know i was kind of living vicariously through you guys yeah. and others and just seeing how the hunting was going because uh uh, we've had in our honey hole. We've had a bit of a issue with water, mm-hmm. not getting enough of it the last mm-hmm. couple of years. Right, Brad, you've hunted down there before. Yep. Nice piece of flooded timber it's off the map. Beautiful when it's flooded. Yeah, just uh, just trying to figure out what's up with the water situation. Uh, we're not going to get into that though. That's that's a whole other story. This year was really dry. Yeah. It was warm and Very. dry this fall, starting out, and a lot of the swamps. <clears throat> you know, I hunt same as yours. Didn't have water until you know sometime approaching christmas yep absolutely um but as far as y'all's season uh garen i know you got you got to go a fair amount brad everybody knows you went a fair amount oh yeah i don't know if brad even missed a day Mm. Um, Uh, i missed some around black friday that's right (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) oh shoot no i thought um 
you know, I think that at least the trend for me the last few years is uh, shooting ducks in Virginia. At least where we're at is very tough. Um, but you know, we had a, we had a few good days this year. Got yeah. some mallards. Got you know, variety of big ducks. A few different days, and um, I wouldn't say it was a great season for me by any means. But I wouldn't say it was a terrible season. Yeah. Um, towards the end, it definitely picked up. Um, I don't think that I saw the amount of big ducks that I typically do. Um, but we were fortunate enough to to work with the ones that we had. So, yeah, I would say that this year was a Virginia season. Um, typical Virginia season. Yeah, it's it's typical Virginia. You know, for me personally, we did not like Garen said. We did not see the big ducks we normally do, but we managed to chase wood ducks around through the swamps. Found an occasional big duck or teal. Um, it was a fun season, but but yeah, it was definitely late in the year when our big ducks showed up in numbers that i really consider huntable it was probably after that first snow in january Mm -hmm. once once we finally got cold and got snow and got ice and suddenly ducks started showing up where they normally are and it happens that way every year a lot of guys in virginia say it's just not worth going until you get ice and they're about right yeah um there were pockets (laughs) where guys had ducks and certainly some people i talked to had ducks that always do and some spots that normally do that that didn't, but it seemed like everybody seemed to be getting into ducks once it got cold. Once yep. we got into January, had um, a couple of those fronts come through. I would say November and early December were slower than normal, but it was it was mild and it was dry. And the Northeast did not have snow, did not have ice. New York, Pennsylvania, the Great Lakes. I mean, they were thawed longer and later into the season than normal, and so those birds stayed north. And then finally, when those big clippers started coming through, a lot of that locked up, and the birds came south. But it has been my experience and and what I've read that if the days start getting longer, you get past the equinox, at that point, the ducks don't want to come south. They know that, that, you know, days are getting longer, spring's coming, they're ready to turn around and head north again. So pretty much, if you don't have birds south by Christmas then it takes a real severe, severe storm to push them south after that. Yeah. And and we got ducks down once we got those storms in January, but I still don't think we got as many as we do a lot of years, and I just feel like a lot of birds stuck it out and stayed north. Um, we really need some good, good cold weather, a couple good fronts to blow through between Thanksgiving and Christmas, and, and the years that we have that, we usually have a real good season. But if it stays mild through Christmas, it it's always a little lacking yeah but, but you know the month of january turned out nice and i think everybody had a good finish and that leaves you excited for next year right. where'd you guys i mean like where'd you guys have the most luck at i mean i know you hunt all over the place mm-hmm. brad but garen you kind of go sp- these particular spots um you probably not don't y'all don't try to over hunt them or anything like that but I mean, yeah. are these uh, ponds or big water or what? We were hunting uh, b- big water this year mostly yeah. just because, like Brad said, the lack of water uh, yeah. kind of forced our hand into to really going to where the water was. Right. Uh, you know, tried to tried to hunt a couple spots that typically have water this time of year or during duck season, and just it, the water wasn't there, so the birds weren't there. So, What about you, Brad? You know, I tried a little bit of everything where we were really having success was in some beaver swamps that that did still have a full pool of water that had a nice stream flowing into them so they didn't dry up 
Um, and, and beaver swamps, we were getting a bunch of wood ducks and a, a few mallards and teal and stuff. And that was where we had most of our success until it got cold and all the beaver swamps started locking up, at which point we switched to big water and finished off the year there. But I would say for us, big water was fairly slow during the earlier part of the season, but it turned on once all the swamps lock up. It always does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it, will say it, uh, it's kind of cool with, you know, being able to say, yeah, I shot a limit of mallards this morning you know, stick your chest out a little bit, even though it's only two. If anybody asks, we shot a limit. Yeah, yeah. My my buddies in Maryland like to tell me every day they shot a limit of geese. Shot a goose limit, yeah. I'm like, man, how'd that one shot feel? Oh, right, great, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you savor every moment of that, those two or three hey, seconds? If yeah. you just say she shot a limit, that's it just makes it sound ten times better. So. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> it does, yeah. Yeah, a lot of morning two man limited mallards. It was, uh, you know, we we tore them up, man. Yeah, yeah man, we just I got I, crushed them. Yeah, I, I got a limit of mallards and geese. <laughs> I, I emptied my gun once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and I think that's some in part, I guess, some guys now where if they if they miss a hunt or miss a day, that that's what you kind of fall back on. They're just saying, well, it's it's not like I missed out on a whole lot, and sure. maybe that is. And may, I don't know. Maybe there's a reason. That's one of the reasons why there's not as many guys going because it's a typical Virginia season. It's tough, mm-hmm. um, and then you got lower limits. And mm-hmm. you know, do I really want to crawl out of bed this early and go oh, yeah. through all this trouble just to pull yeah. the trigger a couple times? You know? I hear more and more guys saying that you know, with the frustration of hunting here and with the lack of limits yep. that and more and more guys are going to take a trip out west and they're going to go to kansas oklahoma arkansas missouri they're going to go to canada saskatchewan alberta and they're going to go there for a week 10 days and that's going to be their duck hunt and they're not going to worry about hunting in virginia and you know they can kill as many in a week out there as they do in a season here sure i get it you know you want to go take that trip they're awesome trips please go do it but to me seven days or 10 days of getting up and shooting ducks even if it's a bunch of them that just doesn't hold me over for the whole year yeah. I, I love going i love seeing the sunrise i love seeing the birds and you know some days we see a bunch we shoot a bunch some days we don't but i really enjoy going a lot and i cannot imagine living here and letting the duck season go by and not getting out there at least you know even for you guys at least <laughs> once a week <laughs> Hey man, the merganser hunt is always good around here, so I tell you we, what, we got that going for us. I've been thinking about it. You know, guys out west can't find hooded mergansers. That's what I'm saying, and, man. And this coming year, the limit's going to five a day. Five a day on hooded merganser. You oh, ready yeah. to open a hooded merganser guide oh, service? Yeah, I'm ready, man. I think we're going to get a lot of trophy hunters from out west. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, I guess, like you said earlier, late season, it's, it's really getting turned on and it's you know i think those are the the, the hot days that's those when are the, it's those good when, for most people yeah and yeah. that's when the, the ammo is starting to disappear and right. it's hard to find stuff but uh um and it's cyclical i mean this yeah. is virginia everybody deer hunts bow black powder gun season mm-hmm. and around about christmas when deer season is winding down everybody switches over to duck and goose hunting yep and you know with with so many birds down here in the in the later mid to later part of january you know a lot of people wish oh man i wish it was just why don't they extend the season just one more week mm-hmm. or two more weeks just make it the entire month of january you mean or, february or i mean or, or or go into the half month of february sure, sure. you know extended yeah. almost an entire month yeah why can't i shoot them in april when they're the prettiest <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> 
but it's just the way it's it's just the way it is in Virginia. You know, it's that's what's that's what it is about Virginia. It's always going to be tough, um, just from from a geographical standpoint and where we're at and and how and like you said the how the cycle goes. But yeah, I mean, migratory birds are, are shifting their wintering grounds north, and it's not just waterfowl. It's all migratory birds over the whole world are shifting further north as far as where they winter and, you know, later as far as what time they come south. And it's just a matter of the world we live in right now. Um, biologically speaking, from a scientific aspect, you really can't go later in the year with the season. You know, the old standard was January 20th. And you had to end the season by then because scientific studies had shown any pairs that were killed or any birds that were split up after January 20th were not likely to have enough time to find another mate. And as a result, they weren't going to nest. And due to political pressure, they, they extended the season to the end of January. But I really don't think you're ever going to see the season go past the end of January. There's even some of the scientific community now that are pointing at the mallard population that is decreasing on the East Coast and starting to decrease in the Mississippi flyway. And they're saying, you know, man, are, are hunting these extra 10, 11 days, you know, past January 20th? Is is that causing this decrease in duck population? Are, right. we, are we splitting up too many pairs before they nest? And you know, some of them are even saying maybe we need to go back and quit at January 15th. And nobody wants to do that because the end of the season is always the best part. But at the same time, if, if having a good end of the season hunt, you're shooting yourself in the foot for the next year, then, you know, it, it may make more sense. We may have better hunts earlier in the year if we don't hunt quite as late and there's just more ducks out there. Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, they were – I've read about it. This is in relation to turkey season, mm-hmm. how they're they're really starting to worry a little bit about killing the dominant toms that yeah. early in the breeding season. It's uh, yeah. it's it's been an issue because, uh, and there's been a lot of studies yep. in the southeast part of the country mainly, um, yeah, especially Georgia and Alabama. Yeah, uh, they're just they're just not seeing the birds that they're and, used to seeing, and they're and it's it, it just it's continuing that in that mm-hmm. direction, and they're. They're starting to worry about it, and they're starting to really look at how they're going to um, align their seasons up, or or the length of the seasons, starting or when seasons they open later, or only yeah. allowing you to kill one bird for the first two weeks. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's there is some cause for concern there mm-hmm. on there what they're a, seeing. There is a state that implements that now, where you can only kill one bird. The first. South Carolina started yeah. it. Down yes, there. There's, there's, right. I was talking to a lower, guy from South Carolina lower the other day. and they start a week later. Yep. yep. I was talking to a kid from South Carolina. He told me that. Yeah. Yeah. So there, that's but yeah. Uh, I think it's one bird the first ten days, and, right. and they start a week later than they used to. Yeah. So, um, any crazy stories? Any uh, from this uh, duck did season? You, did you uh, did you crash into any anything in your boat, Brad? Or no, I didn't have any boat crashes. Um, I didn't fall down any wells. I didn't get any into any car wrecks. Uh, yeah, didn't I, didn't, get, I didn't travel as much. That probably helped. Yeah, right. But, uh, increased your chances there. Yeah, decreased the amount of road miles and uh, increased the amount of sleep I got. There's, yeah, there's always uh, there's always at least one or two really good stories during the uh, the the epic saga of the Brad Stevenson hunting season. Oh, yeah, the Brad Stevenson experience. <laughs> I mean, yeah, right. so, <laughs> I, I can get into a couple days where, you know, people with me were worried I was going to die because I was out there in armpit deep mud and couldn't move. But, you know, <laughs> I wasn't worried. They were. Yeah. 
Yeah, but, like uh, you were just like, man, if I'm gonna go, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out like this, man. That's how he would have wanted to go. I, I can, <laughs> one way yeah. or another, I can crawl out of deep mud. <laughs> might might ruin everything I'm wearing, but I'm gonna get out. Yeah. Um, what about the uh, I guess the outlook for next year? I mean, you know, as far as how you prep, or uh, you know, once the season goes out, uh, you do anything after the season. Just to get things out of the way, you doing like anything with your blinds or? Yeah, I take uh, a lot of the brush and, and grass off of my blinds. That way, they can hang up and be dry, and you don't have mice and mildew and mold and all that stuff. Uh, make sure you charge all your batteries on any of your electronic decoys. Um, you want them to be fully charged when you put them away for the year, or else they'll be dead next year. Um, even you should get them out every month or two and, and put a little fresh charge on them. Uh, when do you clean your guns? A couple days before opening day next year. <laughs> you, you guys clean your guns? <laughs> when they quit working. <laughs> well, you shoot, uh, you're a Benelli guy. I am a Benelli guy, and everything goes out the end of the barrel. I don't got to worry about gas ports. Yeah. As long as it's not rusty. Or you got faith in your guns. As long as I don't drag it through just some horrible cattails or something. Well, but. They, they don't normally mess up. Good thing about that is, you know, if, if the gun fails you, you know why. Yes. Yeah. It's not the gun's fault. It, it's, yeah. Yeah. It's because uh, it's it's either neglect or you mm-hmm. just and you just accept that for what it is. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And and yeah, five minutes it's back to running like it should. That's right. Mm. What about you? What are you shooting now? Gary? Still shooting the Brown and Maxis, man. I don't oh. know if you guys saw the sign, you know, on the oh, wait Brown a display. It's the best there is. So <laughs> that's what I shoot, man. <laughs> <laughs> the best there is. That's it says right. It right on the sign. It man. Says it right on the Browning sign. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we got gas. Yeah versus inertia that's right it's what we just we just recently had a podcast on that yes, sir. um any you guys want to argue over which yeah, which yeah, one's better I'm just gonna, I'm so we got gas over here <laughs> that is 12 days a year and we got inertia over here that is 57 days a year not counting early and late season um neither one really failed no. So they both lived up to those expectations. Yeah. True. And I'm just not I'm sure also, gas could have handled 57. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a, a cleaning fanatic, too. So when I get done, ah. hunting, I do clean the gun. If you clean a gun, gas so, will do everything you want it to. Yeah, I'm not uh, I'm not very, very hard on my equipment. You know, when, I, when I'm done hunting, I usually uh, at least wipe it down with some G96, mm-hmm. you know. But, uh, yeah, I imagine if I was on 57 days, I'd probably have something different. As long as you cleaned it every day, you'd right. be just fine. Your Maxis doesn't have that Dura-Touch. It does, man. Oh, wow. I'm old school, man. It's like the, the so, Gen 1 Maxis. So, but has your Dura-Touch failed you yet? No. It it's going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. It's yeah. just like a, It's like that Dura-Touch is like a ticking time bomb. It is. When you it's might as well go ahead and melt. send it back because they yeah. might decide that that little recall thing they're not going to honor anymore. <laughs> yeah. And then you're going to end up paying for it. Yeah. yeah. If anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, for years, Browning and Winchester, they put this uh, rubber armor coating on their stocks called DuraTouch, and it was awesome. It felt great. Felt great until something broke down. And it and turned into glue. It turned into glue and just yeah. m- started melting off these stocks. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you if you went to pick it up out of your safe, I've had guys say it just sticks to your hand, and oh, you yeah. have to peel it off of your hand. It's that bad. Mm-hmm. And I know Browning and Winchester, they're replacing those. Yeah, um, I mean, they're standing behind you know, their product. You just they're send, giving you a new camo dip. Yeah, oh, yeah. call them and, and tell them you got a Duratouch issue, and uh, they, I think they'll give you a, 
a shipping label or whatever. Mm-hmm. You just ship it right to them, and then they'll swap. I don't know how. It's probably take you four to six weeks to get it back. Sure, because they got to strip all that old yeah. stuff off and yeah. redib it. So, um, yeah. So you're a Dirt Touch guy. Dirt Touch guy, man. I you call might, it, you it's, better. It's, it's black well, synthetic. I call it Black Death. Black, oh, black Death? It's that's, Black Death, that's, man. That's, I, hey, man, that's my 870 nickname, oh. too, man. That's <laughs> hey, a good you heard, name. Uh, Joe's uh, turkey gun name. Is it the laser gun? It's the, it's the death ray. The death ray. That's that's probably one of the coolest names I've ever it heard is. for, for yeah, a turkey gun. Because that thing has killed a lot of turkeys. <laughs> it's the death ray. The man. death ray. That's a little short barrel gun too. Yeah, right? old old school eight seventy. Oh, eight seventy twenty one inch. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. either twenty one or twenty three. Mine's a twenty one. Um, yeah, that's just a phenomenal turkey gun. God, the death ray. The death ray, man. Yeah. So talking about next season, I saw the proposals for a waterfowl season in Virginia next year. Um, seasons are pretty much going to stay the same to what they were this year. Uh, there will be an increase from two hooded merganzers a day to five hooded merganzers Finally a day. Finally some good news, Sweet. Um, <laughs> Finally. The, I'm definitely going next year now. The, the, the negative for those people out there that partake, there will no longer be a sea duck season or sea duck zone. Uh, sea ducks will only be huntable during the general duck season. And they are. I thought you were going to say it's open season. I wish. <laughs> no, apparently sea ducks populations have been going down pretty bad as well on the east coast. So they are getting rid of the special sea duck season, and they are getting more restrictive on the limits. Um, I forget exactly what the limits are, but I want to say of your six ducks, sea ducks can only be four of them, and yeah, you know, that that is four across the eiders, scoters, and mm. old squaw. Mm. Right. Mm. Long-tailed duck. You, you know, you 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 millennials and your modern education. When I grew up, it was an old squaw. <laughs> oh shoot! I can I can I, I have a tough time telling the difference. I'll just whenever I go, it's like, can I shoot that one? No. Okay, how about that one? Can I shoot that one? How about that one? Oh yeah. <laughs> or just shoot now and ask questions later. Yeah, I should be doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When are we gonna get a comrade season? That's what I want to know. You know, uh, I think there is one up on some of the Great Lakes, and there is one down on Santee Cooper in South Carolina. Mm. I think it's twenty five a day. We should go to South Carolina, man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let me know how they taste. <laughs> 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 I know the fishermen will appreciate you getting oh, yeah. rid of them because they decimate some fish. But uh, shoot, they're bad. What, what in the world you're going to do with them? I don't know. Mm. Well, how about goose season, Brad? What about it? What about it? How, I mean, how how was it? I don't know. I didn't go. <laughs> <laughs> we we shot some geese while we were duck hunting. You oh, know, okay. Put, put a few goose decoys to the side, but. Uh, this one a day thing, it's uh you really gotta love to, to kill a goose to go set decoys out there and to shoot one. Yeah. I I since this one thing started, I haven't done it. Um we do still chase them in September and I haven't gotten out this past week, but I'll probably get out this coming week, uh, for the February late season. Uh west of ninety five, which I, I still enjoy doing that, but Going out and setting a big spread of Canada goose decoys just to stand up on the first flock and pull the trigger once. I did not bother to do it last year or this year. Um, we did shoot some, like I said, while duck hunting with some some goose decoys off to the side of the duck spread. But to me, that's not goose hunting. To me, goose hunting is going out in a cornfield and putting out yeah. a big spread and having a good goose hunt. Like and, we used to. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> 
It's yeah. hard to do that for one bird. Yeah. Um, probably shouldn't say this. It may still not be true. But the little rumor birdie that I heard chirping the other day said that for the 2023 season, we will be going back to two a day and 45 days. So that will be good news, certainly welcomed by everybody who likes to goose hunt. If that happens, I will certainly be back into goose hunting then. But for this year, I did not do much goose hunting. I did see a lot of geese. They seem to be everywhere and stupid. That's one of the uh, the wonderful (laughs) things that happens when nobody hunts them. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe you should just uh, cancel it for a couple years. I mean, that's kind of the way I look at it. If they're doing that bad to where you can only hunt for – Two weeks now, just and shut two it weeks down. later, one a day. Yeah, I'm going to do my part. I'm just not going to shoot them. That way the population will rebound quicker. Yeah. I really hope someday, it never it will never happen, but gosh, I really hope someday we can get back to where we can shoot three a day mm-hmm. like you could in the 80s and 90s. Yeah. That, to me, when you can take the three of us can go out in the field and you know shoot nine geese, oh, that yeah. to me is Totally worth hunt. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, um... You, I mean, you got to, you got a chance to uh, do a lot of deer hunting this year too. I, I, I feel like you've, more this year than I ever have. Yeah, I feel like you've supplemented the goose hunting with, with your deer hunting, which is uh, man, you did more deer hunting than you probably did more deer hunting this year than I have in the last two years. Maybe so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like I probably, that, but I was I was enjoying to I enjoyed seeing that man. It's I like probably man, went fifteen or oh, more yeah. days this year. That's good. Yeah, mostly really all good. during black powder. Oh, but yeah. I, I really enjoyed it, man. I, I saw a ton of rut, rut activity. Saw a ton of deer chasing. Had a lot of medium sized bucks that I let walk under the stand chasing does around. Now, what do you um, define as medium sized buck? Fifteen to eighteen inches. Okay. All right. Over over eighteen, especially with a mature deer, starting to be in a good size buck. Do you still get kind of picky though between eighteen and twenty inches, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I want to kill a deer that has reached his potential. Yeah, you know I don't care really how big he is. You know, you, a big deer that's only three years old, I don't really want to shoot. A small deer that looks like he's eight years old, I'm happy to shoot. But I, I would like to shoot deer that are at least four. I would prefer five or six. Did you get, any, did you get some nannies? Some I does? definitely shot some does. Yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's where you get your meat. <clears throat> I did something this year I haven't done in four years. I shot a doe. And not only did I shoot one doe, I shot multiple does. That's right. <laughs> um, I, <laughs> I think, uh, was it, is it uh, Kip? Kip Campbell's probably uh, been real instrumental in that where he's oh, like, yeah. you know, he's got those – Hats and shirts was it make those make killing those great, great again. again? Yeah, and and I did that this year. Yeah, uh, you know I really made him proud. He's a, you, um, he inspired you. That's right. You know I was I was hunting the last few years. I've been hunting an area where there's typically a lot of deer killed, so I felt like I didn't have to shoot does. Uh, so I was very selective on the deer that I did kill uh, when I was hunting this property. And then this year, um, I started hunting an area that um, there's not that many deer taken off right. of this farm. Uh, so I felt kind of obligated to shoot some does. Um, so it was if, like it was like a petting zoo almost. You just walk up to him. Yeah, man. It just it was great, and uh, <laughs> it felt good. I'm not gonna lie, it yeah. felt good. <laughs> yeah, so, builds that builds gets that confidence back up, man. Yeah, man. And actually, I only shot one buck this year, and that's the first time I've that I can in a very long time that I've only shot one buck and didn't shoot shoot three bucks. I'm man. proud of you, Garen. Yeah, you're man. you're coming over to the the light side that's right <laughs> that's right i shot you shot one buck during uh black powder it was actually mistaken identity i thought it was a different deer thought it was a bigger deer 
still a good deer yeah uh 17 inch nine pointer solid buck yeah, that, that'll work but uh hey man still a good season so good um after duck and goose season you know you got that small window of prep time before turkey season's coming yep. um do you guys do any crow hunting or rabbit hunting I mess coyote with rabbits. hunting yeah yeah i get i got a couple of buddies that have dogs so uh usually i'll probably rabbit hunt four or five times yeah and, yeah you know, before it goes out that's but. always fun yeah i like to try to get in on a rabbit hunt i've got a buddy with some dogs and I haven't done it in a couple of years, but crow hunting is a ton of fun. It's certainly if I see a farm that's got a lot of crows, I'll do it. I've got the e-collar and the decoys. But uh, some I, people I kind of forget about crow hunting. Oh yeah, all the way into March. I mean, it's it's a fun, ton of man. fun. It's oh, a yeah. ton of fun. I mean, it's as good as a pigeon shoot or a snow goose that's shoot. Right. That's right. Shoot an unlimited amount of shells. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I think it's really just there to wean us off of duck season, man. You got to always kill the first one, though, right? You do. You got to kill the scout. That's the scout, man. To, that's the scout. When he comes in, when he rolls in, you you, you got to drop you him. You don't oh, kill yeah. the scout. You might as well go you Pack home. it up. Go that's home. Right. Yeah. So you got to have your best shot going. Oh, yeah. On the first one. Got to have that Maxis out there, baby. Or, <laughs> and, and, and killing <laughs> The best cr- there is. That's it. <laughs> killing crows is a good thing, especially this time of year. Cause, yeah. Because crows are bad on, on raiding nest and, and taking eggs from other birds. They're also yeah. bad about rabbit nest and, and going down there and taking little baby rabbits and stuff like that. If you can wipe them out this time of year, same as predator hunting or predator trapping this time of year, anything like that you can do right before all your game animals you know, reproduce, that will really help them, help them bring the, the next generation of, of young game animals up through the summer if you can take some of those predators out right now. Yeah. Make it hurt. That's yeah. right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, how about, did you guys see many turkeys this year in the woods? Man, I saw a pile of turkeys this That's year. That's good. Yeah, That's I real saw good. a pile of turkeys. Yeah, I saw a ton. Hopefully they're going to – a good good number of them are going to make it I to the so. springtime. So. I saw a ton back in November, but I can't really recall seeing many, you know, since it's gotten cold. I'm sure right. they're somewhere else with a different food source. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the way the temperatures have been, you know, I've noticed uh, – the eating habits on many, many creatures mm-hmm. and a couple food plots of, that I've got. I've just left the cameras up just seeing what's going on with them. And, um, yeah, man, things are – They're hungry. They're hungry. Oh, yeah. Everything. Yeah. You can see the activity and just in coyotes at nighttime. Man, those things are running around all over the place, and you got your deer hitting – I mean, there's deer hitting these food plots all hours, almost all hours of the day. Yeah. You know? Um, it's been a cold few weeks here. It has. And the turnips – turnips especially if anybody you know we talked i think we talked about this before turnips for late season mm-hmm. is is just an awesome thing to have in a in a food plot uh it, it definitely brings a deer in that's for sure um what else we need to add man y'all uh y'all good i think we're good i think like uh, cover everything i think we got her man turkey season's coming up it is man Can't wait get you a get you a brown and maxis and some long beard <laughs> that's it that's all you need man <laughs> We do have a full selection of Black Rifle coffee that has come back in. Yeah, right. <laughs> I helped un- un- unpack all that stuff and put it <laughs> You guys see the electric bikes we got up front? Oh, yeah, the new electric bikes. Hey, get, we do need those, to talk about something. You know, for that, turkey season, that, man. For turkey season, it'd be great. Yeah. Because it's quiet. Um, we you got can, a couple of those big wide wide tire off road models. That yeah, are made the, for hunting. What's the uh, what's the brand name? I've I've already forgotten it, man. Is it Fission? Fission? Maybe that's it. Yeah, they look pretty slick, man. Yeah. 
um they look pretty sweet man yeah a couple of street bike kind of tool around fun beach type bike models yeah i saw that and blue a one this morning yeah. i thought of, immediately thought about a beach bike well right. you know and then a couple if, of off-road <clears throat> models with with wide tires that are definitely more robust made for bouncing over rocks and logs and everything like that but yeah especially if you're hunting a hunt club or a big piece of uh, public public or land yeah and you want to get way back off the beaten path away from everybody that that would make it a whole lot easier to put a few miles that's why you, you need one of those lightweight 410 or 20s you can do that's a, right do a drive by on the bike man assassin man yeah <laughs> get, get you a gun rack right on the handlebars <laughs> little shooting sticks on the front man that'd be sweet man like a, be like one of those uh what was that um chuck norris movie delta force oh, yeah. and he had the uh rockets and the stuff mounted on the front of it that's yeah. right this message brought to you by the dwr law enforcement department <laughs> coming to a cut over near you <laughs> uh, no i forgot those did come in uh early this week man they that's, do look uh, really cool but i think hunting off of it would still get you that shooting from a motorized yes, vehicle ticket. yes yeah that, that was that was a joke yeah yeah, yeah, yeah don't just, disclaimer just you yeah. don't try this at home back yeah. into the woods. don't do that so apparently back in the day that's how andrew's dad used to turkey hunt was off of a bike mm-hmm. and i guess uh, him and his buddy they used to they used to hunt together they both had bikes mm-hmm. and that's how you know they would get around the farms yeah and and the fields to you know get you know to cover as much ground as fast one as one of they the could. big deer clubs i used to be in um you know just miles and miles of roads through that place <clears throat> and, and a lot of the roads were were sandy or gravel right but uh, a couple of the guys in that club did the same thing you know they put their gun over their back and they'd hop on a mountain bike and they just pedal around the whole thing wait until they heard a bird but it yeah. they could cover a lot more ground than walking especially early while the birds were still up the trees right gobbling and uh, well the cool thing about these motorized we call them motorized mm-hmm. mountain bikes yeah, they're basically electric. what they are they're electric yeah. so they can you know you want to conserve some energy and not quiet, pedal they're man. real quiet yep. um and it's just they do a lot of the work for you man yep. and they, they can roll too they man. Can go fast they can go very fast yeah. oh yeah you gotta be careful on those things yeah um but yeah, definitely wear cool. a helmet huh <laughs> gotta wear a helmet man. Gotta, yeah wear, wear a helmet <laughs> they sell those in camo for turkey season <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i think they're pretty neat um I'm they eager, are i'm yeah. eager to see what what you know what they do for us here at the store and what our feedback from customers is i'm trying to get glenn to let me demo one of them for like april in the first half of may but, uh, <laughs> but he hasn't said yes yet. You got to bring it back all in one piece. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Because on public land, that'd be kind of cool. It would be, you know, because oh, yeah. there's you some big about... there's some big pieces local here that that mm-hmm. you know would be be awesome to use that on. For sure. So, yeah. yeah. Well, guys, thanks for uh, joining the podcast today. Good episode. Um, Good luck to you guys in the spring. Yes, sir. Same to you. Um, Hopefully, we can all get out there and turkey. We hunt should. Be you great. Know, we really should. We should probably do that, and re- we can record it, video, it, do whatever you want. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that'd be a lot of fun. Because it's the, not uh, like we got no shortage of places to go. That's for sure. Yeah, that's right. Between the three of us. Yeah. We get this way. We get warmed up for elk season. That's we'll right. We all three draw right. tags. So can we? Uh, can we go ahead and get this hammed up right now? Where. The three of us take the first three days of turkey season. We'll hunt your farm one day, his farm one day, my farm one day. We'll videotape it and do all this stuff for the store. Yeah. And that way we're all getting paid while we do it. (laughs) On the the demo bikes. (laughs) Yeah, on all all the the bikes, yeah. Yeah, done. It's it's, it's done. That's what we're doing. Actually, this is why it's great to work at Green Top, folks. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. And um, we'll uh, see what we can do during the spring gobbler season and – Thanks for listening. Yes, sir. All right. 
See you next time. Thanks for listening to the Green Top Outdoors podcast. Hunting, fishing, and all things outdoors. It's not just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Like and subscribe to the Green Top Outdoors podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and learn more about Green Top at greentophuntfish.com.